Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, welcome to Pitch Talk. We are fans of football dropping vlogs, videos and podcasts on the beautiful game. Check out our videos on YouTube and Instagram's IGTV, including special feature segments, 5 Minutes with the G, The Straight Shooting View, Coaching with JBK, we produce, record and edit video content, and audio on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Verbal, Podomatic, Anchor, Spotify and other podcast platforms. Join the Pitch Talk Revolution on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and www.pitch-talk.com. The pitch is where we eat. The pitch is where we sleep. And the pitch is where we talk. The Straight Shooting View. Hey everybody, what is up? My name is Straight Shooting LJA, and welcome to another episode of The Straight Shooting View. Now, as a Liverpool supporter, I kind of revel and have reveled in the mediocrity that has been Manchester United. But you know what, yeah, one thing that has been hilarious recently, and ironically, to me anyway, the instigator to this has actually been an Arsenal supporter in Piers Morgan. Because you know where I'm going with this now. Cristiano Ronaldo and Manchester United have parted ways, supposedly, by mutual consent. Now, <laughs> Cristiano Ronaldo, just to give the cocktail napkin version of the background, went and shot his mouth off on an interview with Piers Morgan, a known disturber. <clears throat> and, yeah, the fallout was just hilarious. Now, there were a couple of clips leaked out and transcripts of what Ronaldo said about Manchester United, about him saying Ten Hag didn't respect him, so he didn't respect him back. Kind of reminds me of Bret Hart and Shawn Michaels. <laughs> so with Bret going, you don't respect me, I don't respect you. <clears throat> and it's one of them where it's like, yeah, Ronaldo shooting his mouth off was, yeah, it was funny. But you know that Piers Morgan asked him leading questions. So, yeah. I said, Piers Morgan is a disturber. Definitely always has been, always will be. But one of the... Some of the, some of the stuff that, he, that Cristiano Ronaldo actually said about the Glazers basically, basically not caring about the club and that kind of thing, it's like, it's, that's the kind of stuff that... We've obviously said on pitch talk shows for a long, long time that the Glazers are strip mining the club and all that, but some people obviously don't realise that there's an issue until it's way past too late. That's just life, I guess. But one of the more kind of concerning things that he did say, and in terms of player welfare and player mental health, is actually quite an important point. And... It's about when um, Cristiano Ronaldo, his part, him and his partner, lost their baby. And he did say that the club didn't support him at all. If anything, they actually doubted the fact that it was true. And it's like, that was the one bit where I was like, wow, if that is accurate, that is disappointing, heartbreaking and disgraceful and looks awful on Manchester United as a club if that's true and 
I said, as much as I joked at the at the top of, at the top of this episode, that part was no joke to me. Anyway, being a father myself, and that kind of thing with your partner losing a baby and that kind of thing, that's not something to be laughed at, joked about. That's not something that's easy to deal with either. So you know what? I as much as the situation was funny. That was the one part that I actually did sympathise with Cristiano Ronaldo about. The rest of it was just thoroughly unprofessional. Him coming out and taking swipes at Ten Hag, taking swipes at Rooney and Gary Neville. It's like, yeah, this is kind of pointless stuff. It's just, It just sounds like someone with a massive ego getting his panties in a bunch and throwing his toys out of the pram because he's not being treated the way he thinks he should. And I said, Piers Morgan, I said being supposedly being an Arsenal supporter, had his, had his nose so far up his backside that he could taste what he had for dinner three weeks ago. And at the end of the day, it's one of them where it's just like, the whole thing, I think, from Cristiano Ronaldo was totally unprofessional. Because... If you're under employment to someone, which footballers are, they're not independent contractors, they are employees, and he's being compensated very well to the tune of, I think it's like half a million a week. So you can't come out and start shooting your mouth off like that. It's a breach of contract. You can get, I mean, and I'm surprised that Manchester United didn't sue. Because for me, if I'm paying someone half a million quid a week, and he comes out and starts saying this, the things that Ronaldo did, I'm suing your ass. I am suing your ass for slander. I am suing your ass for defamation of character. There's, yeah, there's a lot of stuff I am suing your ass for. Because if this dude's making false accusations, then, I said, you've got every reason, you've got every reason to sue him. So when I heard the, the whole, oh, um, we're going to part ways by a mutual consent, mutual agreement and all that, I was thinking, huh, okay. Man United have basic, to me, Man United have basically conceded that what Ronaldo had said was true. Because otherwise, if none of, if none of what he said was true, surely you'd go to court and fight it. And it's not as if, it's not as if a club the size of Man United hasn't got resources to take anybody they want to court at any time. So why would you not fight it? Especially, especially the accusation, <clears throat> especially the accusation about basically Ronaldo being mistreated and doubted about, um, about his, um, him and his partner's baby passing away. Especially that, because if it was if it was one of them ones where like if if I if I were Manchester United and I had that accusation levied at my club, if I'm the powers that be, I'm like no 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 no, this is false, and this is because it's abysmal PR for the club. That looks like you're uncaring. It looks like you're selfish. It, it's it's disgraceful that in that situation you can't rely on the club on on your employers to have some sort of sympathy some sort of human empathy and as I said it doesn't look good it doesn't look good on them as a club 
and especially that big and it doesn't look look good on the brand evil which is probably more important to them than anything else but i just i just look at it as at first i was thinking to myself oh this is all much ado about both it was that but then afterwards once you kind of delve into it and see some of the comments i mean some of the comments just like there was one about oh arsenal looking good this season i mean if if we don't win it i want them to win it cool i've said that myself as a liverpool supporter nothing in that but then when he's but then when he starts swiping at ten hog about oh get not getting brought on or getting brought on getting left out and all this sort of stuff I said Ronaldo, Cristiano Ronaldo has always had an ego the size of the United States of America. But it was always going to come, it was always going to come home to roost. And it was really only a matter of time. But the funny thing is, one funny thing as well, is that some of these Manchester United fans, wow, they are ungrateful. There are some saying, oh, you know, he's toxic. Oh, we need to get him out. Oh, I'm happy. I know I know people who have said they're happy to see him go. And it's like, really? You weren't saying that last season when this dude was carrying you. You weren't saying that when the prodigal son, Cristiano Ronaldo, was on his way back after the, um, after, after the protests that got the Man United-Liverpool match postponed. <laughs> it's like... I, it's like, I remember that a bunch of United fans were, yeah he's coming back he's going to smash it da, da, da. and he carried them last season at what 36 years old carrying them so it's one then where it's like you really see in these kind of situations when people start taking sides you really see the fickle nature of football supporters and those who were cheering him on last season saying oh he's the saviour he's the best da, 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 greatest of all time all that and now are burying him, saying, oh, no, man, he needs to go. He needs to get him out of the club and all that. It's all it's all that sort of... That lack of gratitude for me, I said, shows how fickle some football supporters are. And for me, I said, the Glazers also as well, just kind of tying into that, saying that they're, they're, kind of, they're prepared to listen to offers for Manchester United they don't I mean it'd be one of them ones where they're looking for investment but they'll listen to offers to sell the club that sounds a little ironic bearing in mind a few weeks ago Liverpool same thing check out my previous episode of the straight shooting view and it's one of them where it's like yeah I mean there's a load of Man United fans getting happy yeah they're selling the club it's like whoa yeah you might not want to count your chickens yet it might happen sooner than you expected, but yeah, they're not like going to sell tomorrow and it's not going to be any fire sale price either. Like they've been strip mining your club for what, 17 years and they're going to get their money's worth out of it. So don't expect this to be a short saga in regards to the Glazers selling Manchester United because it's not going to be. It's not going to be short. They want their, They want their money out of it. And they want major money out of it. So it is one of them ones where I said they ain't agreed to sell to anyone yet. And you never know. You might get worse owners in. So I said I just I saw the, the hilarious irony in that. And obviously with FSG in Liverpool at the moment. So 
I found it funny, but as, but as I said, with the with the Ronaldo situation, that's how you could tell Manchester United are in a spot where they feel where it, well look at their perception. Mediocrity is now excellence. Ah, uh-uh, it's not. So it's it's one of them where I just see it as I'm not going to say the cliche of oh, Alex Ferguson wouldn't have had the bar, he wouldn't have had none of it. No, not going that way, but. You just got to look at the fact that they've, they pandered to him. They catered to him. They pandered to his ego, padded his ego so much. And now it's come back to bite them. And yes, they have gotten him off the books in terms of the, um, mutual, the mutual termination of his contract. Fine. They've released that. They've released those funds back into the club. But... For Cristiano Ronaldo, and the next the next question becomes, where's he going to go? He's at the World Cup now. Is he going to impress? And is the Champions League club going to potentially come in for him? That's where his obviously next question is. And is that going to be his last big contract? Seeing this kind of fallout, is anybody going to take the gamble on him at his age and commanding the wages that he's going to? He's still a proven commodity. He's still a quality player. But is anybody going to take that gamble on him? And also with Manchester United, how bad does this all look PR-wise? To me, it looks like an absolute show in terms of PR. It looks bad. And I said, I think United should have fought it a little more. Because I said... If that was me and I'm getting accusations like that thrown at me that I didn't support this dude and I even doubted this guy a bit in regards to his little one his little one passing away, it's like, nah, bruh. <laughs> it's like, I said, I would fight that to be like, no, this is not true. We did support and yeah. Because I said, PR, no club, no business can afford bad PR. And Manchester United have gotten a shed load off of this. They've been made to look foolish as a club, in my opinion. So, it is it is one of them. <laughs> I said, I'd have personally sued him. But you know what? It is one of them ones. I want to know your views. I want to know your views. www.pitch-talk.com is the official website for everything Pitch Talk. You can catch our podcast, vlogs... And much more there. You can find out about us co-hosts as well. Also, also at Pitch Talk on Twitter. Tweet with us, follow us, see what we're up to. At Pitch Talk on Instagram. We're on Reddit. We're on TikTok. Search for Pitch Talk as well. Facebook.com forward slash Pitch Talk. Become a fan, become a friend, become a member of the group. Join the footballing revolution we're working so hard to create. Instagram at Pitch Talk. You can find vlog previews and much, much more there. We're on Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Verbal, V U R B L, with Verbal Ambassadors and proud of it. Also, Ghana, G A N A, as well. So many places where you can find us. Any Anywhere you pick up your podcast, you can find us. Yeah, I have been straight shooting LJA. And catch us on YouTube as well, youtube.com forward slash pitch talk. Or at us, mention us at pitch talk on YouTube as well. I have been straight shooting LJA, and until next time, I will see you and thank you for your time.
here on the Straight Shooting News. Take it easy, peeps. Join the Pitch Talk Revolution. Check out the official Pitch Talk website. www.pitch-talk.com Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, welcome to Pitch Talk. We are fans of football dropping vlogs, videos and podcasts on the beautiful game. Check out our videos on YouTube and Instagram's IGTV, including special feature segments, 5 Minutes with the G, The Straight Shooting View, Coaching with JBK, we produce, record and edit video content, and audio on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Verbal, Podomatic, Anchor, Spotify and other podcast platforms. Join the Pitch Talk Revolution on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook and www.pitch-talk.com The pitch is where we eat, the pitch is where we sleep and the pitch is where we talk. I can see you now.